Welcome to Ken Monroe's Word Welcome to Ken Monroe's Word Welcome to Ken Monroe's Word This podcast is a member of the Association of Poetry Podcasting at poetrypodcasting.org. Welcome to podcast number nine of Ken Monroe's Word Warehouse. It's September 14th, 2006. Today I'm going to read two poems called When the Earth is Gone and the Global Bonfire. And I'm going to be featuring two songs from a new website I've found called the Podsafe Audio Network, where artists post their songs to be used on podcasts under the Creative Commons license. So it's been a couple of months again since my last podcast. Uh, I've had a busy summer, so it's taken... Um, my attention away from podcasting. One of the things I did over the summer was to read some books, and I went to some movies, like most people did, I guess. One of the movies I went to see was The Inconvenient Truth, Al Gore's global warming movie, in which he explains the immediacy of the problem of global warming, and he also, but he ends on a very positive note. He gives you a lot of ideas for how you can help the problem. One of the books I read was Failed States by Noam Chomsky. Um, He identified global warming as one of the two largest or the two biggest problems facing the extinction of our species. Another book on global warming I read was Field Notes from a Catastrophe by Elizabeth Colbert. She presents the most dire portrait of global warming, giving concrete examples of its current effects on the planet. And it doesn't end on a very cheerful note, it being somewhat pessimistic about the chances of us as a species being able to change the current trends. They talk about the idea of business as usual, and if uh, it's business as usual, as far as greenhouse gas emissions, then really we're, we're in serious trouble. I definitely recommend reading both books. They're very well done, very informative. And they've also uh, been motivating for me to try to get involved with the issue itself. And I have written some poems about it or related to that in the past. The first poem deals with how humanity is dealing with our relationship to our environment. The word ecology comes from the word ecos for home, like economy. So we can think of the world as our home, and if we don't preserve it, if we, if we don't protect our home, then we won't have anywhere to live. Or where we live will be a toxic dump or a desert or whatever. We don't say, oh, if I burn down my house, everything will be okay. I'll have a place to sleep tonight. Those smoldering embers look real cozy. So we don't, we don't have that attitude towards our own physical home, you know, with a roof and walls. So why are we intentionally doing that with our larger home, the Earth? where we all live. The Earth's temperature has not been as high now as 650,000 years ago or more, and our Homo sapiens civilization didn't really begin to evolve until about 10,000 years ago, after the last major ice age. So, do we really want to throw away all the good that we've built up in the last 10,000 years? When the Earth is gone, when the Earth is gone, will technology be our mother? When the fields are dust, will we suckle the breast of a machine? When the forests are soot, will we breathe through an iron lung? When the lakes are acid, will we drink from the phallus of an android? 
When the sky has fallen, will we live under a plastic dome? When the earth is gone, will we birth from a Pyrex womb? When we are gone, will any creatures stir? Secret, what the hell did? 
The global bonfire. The world is on fire. The earth is burning to the ground. As we elves just dance around, the globe is a raging bonfire. Us toasting to our all-consuming fever, to the philosophy of the cancer cell. The trees are creeping to higher latitudes. The plants are flying to higher altitudes. The polar caps are weeping. Penguins are disappearing from the sea. As we twiddle our thumbs, hiding our heads in a desert of coins. As our house turns to ash. As our mother burns alive in bed. Did you get a match? I went for a walk in the park the other day. There were lots of daisies and posies and frogs and lily pads and a herb garden. There were also a lot of cute and fuzzy tails attached to cute and fuzzy forest critters. And they were all on fire! Maybe it was a lightning strike! Maybe some careless campers! Possibly even a small at the bomb! Whatever the reason, they're most definitely on fire. Then the next day, I went to an ice cream shop. There were a lot of hippies eating lots of different flavors of ice cream, but mostly Tutti Fruity Bubblegum. It was a lovely little lovin', and everyone was hugging each other in loving ways. It was a peaceful demonstration about the alarming rise in prices of soy and soy-based products. They were all on fire! Maybe it was a lightning strike! Maybe the wiring wasn't to code. Whatever the reason, they're most definitely on fire! On fire! Last weekend, I went to see a Journey concert. separate ways and all of my favorite songs. The band was really tight. They were good. And Steve Perry, oh, Steve Perry was so dreamy. But they were all on fire! Maybe it was a lightning strike! Maybe pyrotechnics gonna rise! Just outside the grandstand, it just mysteriously caught fire. One eyewitness had this to say. Dude, I don't think that was Steve Perry. So this has been podcast number nine, uh, the global warming episode of Ken Monroe's Word Warehouse. Those two tracks are from the Podsafe Audio website. That's podsafeaudio.com. The first track was 10,000 Years by One Blue Nine. And the second song was On Fire by Bevel the Two-Headed Monster.
a punk rock track for you there to spice it up a little bit. Um, thanks for listening again. Uh, my name's Ken Monroe. You can email me at podbard, P-O-D-B-A-R-D, at gmail.com. And my website is kenmonroe.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>